Well, hey, what's going on, parents? Happy Teenager Tuesday once again. Uh, we are back here with Brock Yonke for week two of how to embed uh, scripture into your students' lives. Last week, we, we talked a lot about kind of the, the internal or really how this starts with us. It starts inside of us, and then we talked a little bit about modeling the way, and at the end, we talked a little bit about discipline. So today, we'll talk even more kind of practical things. Um, so one one thing though that I do want I think I, I do want your opinion on. Okay. Um, you're a very expert. Well, opinion. I don't. Uh, we'll use that term loosely. That's right. Uh, is that, so there's this tension that uh, parents have with their student as their student are their teenagers, their middle school, their high schoolers. They're developing their own opinions and they're they're doing their own critical thinking. And because the internet exists. People, you know, students go to Google and tend to trust what they Google more than their parents. So when it comes to scripture and their, their student learning critical thinking, what, how can they kind of balance the tension of letting their student develop that while also making sure that they don't uh, learn terrible theology? You know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's a great question. And I think part of it still is we still have the responsibility as parents to continue to mold and shape but at the same time, as teenagers uh, begin to grow, their idea of what mom and dad think seems to lessen, and they're kind of looking for peers or people that they think are a little cooler than we are, which, yeah. you know, for my wife and I, I don't know if we can get any cooler than us, so I don't know where the kids are <laughs> going to go for anything like that. Uh, but it's interesting that I think this is where the church plays an important role. We don't mm-hmm. abdicate spiritual growth to, our, to the church and say, now it's your job. Mm-hmm. But we realize that if we can get some... Uh, young adults that are pretty cool, that are kind of fun, that kind of have the same beliefs that we have. They can say the same things that we say, but they're going to listen to them versus old mom and dad. Yeah, yeah. And so that's why I think the church plays an important role that we mm. make, need to make sure that our kids are connected in some way with a Bible study, with a, with a small group experience, with going yeah. to church. I think that's a really big piece of it. And we still keep doing all those things mm. we talked about last time, but realize that we're, it's kind of the influence starts to shift a little bit and kind of Again, if we get preachy, they tend to like, hey, whatever mom and dad said, if they get really angry, I'm going to go the opposite way. And yeah. so we're still just that modeling yeah. is going to be the hugest thing that we can do for them and still kind of doing all those things we talked about, like yeah. dinner time and all that stuff. Yeah. So. so this is putting you on the spot just a little bit because this isn't something that we kind of talked about. But um, how is what's a way that a parent can help a student maybe take the focus off of what other people think and even point that to... Uh, what does God think? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. how, how can they, how can we kind of use the filter of God's word or how can we point our teenagers to the, the filter of God's word for those thoughts, those opinions, that theology? Yeah, I think that's just a foundational thing that we have to continue to talk about in our home that like opinions vary, they change over time. And, but scripture is this foundational piece. And so mm-hmm. I think we just have to continue to emphasize that hey, we can maybe have different outcomes, but like, what is that foundation? That always has to be that. And so how is that continuing to shape us and mold us? And if it's not, then man, we can just go all these different directions. So ultimately then we have to trust that our kids are going to go in that direction, but we have to just continue to model for us how important scripture is to us. And it's the foundation of everything that we do. Yeah, that's good. Now, last week you talked a little bit about uh, having a devotional at the dinner, kind of a devotional, kind of using that as a place at dinner. Usually dinner is when most of the family, if not all the family, is at home. Yeah. You know, they that's a, a pretty decent time to say, let's put phones away, let's not have the TV on, let's kind of 
catch up with each other. So what what's a way maybe once a week or a couple times a week or something? Maybe they call it Teenager Tuesday. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but during that dinner, you kind of mentioned using that time. What how, If a parent's wondering, well, st- give me the step-by-step. Like, how do I do that? Yeah. So one of the things I would recommend is I wouldn't make it a really long, intensive Bible study. I mean, it kind of depends on, on your children, I guess, a little bit. But one of the things might be just to take like a, a parable from Jesus or just a small section of scripture and just say, hey, we're going to read this real quick. Oftentimes we would say, hey, kids, what do you think about this? And they'd say, oh, is it time to eat? It's you good. Know? Yeah, yeah. Good. Jesus. And so, yeah, so, <laughs> yeah. But still, you're kind of just modeling for them that, hey, this is important. So just, yeah. you know, we would take just a little section, read it kind of maybe share our thoughts real quickly, but it was kind of a brief uh, activity. We didn't make them sit there forever and let their spaghetti get cold or whatever before we, you know, let them eat and all that yeah. kind of stuff. That's kind of what we did. So maybe it's just like little interactions like this, or mm. even I've heard of parents putting notes in their kids' uh, lunchbox or mm. things like that with yeah, scriptures, cool. or just kind of reminding them, here's what God says, mm. kind of this is putting... Um, something up on the fridge, like here's the, or on a chalkboard, if you have a family chores board or something like that, yeah. you can just put a scripture up like, hey, here's some things that are just kind of reminding us without getting in their face, but just saying scripture's what is guiding our family. Yeah, no, that's good. And, and I think one way that parents can use that and, and model that, you know, use scripture in a visible way is by having, um, I've, I've talked with people about having like a family verse, yeah. you know, pe- people as, like Christians, we have uh, life verses, you know, mine is first Corinthians nine, 24 to 27. So I guess ver- three verses. Yeah. Um, but we have, uh, if, if as a family, you know, we, we can have a theme verse for a year, something to kind of circle back to that is, um, foundational and, and is something that's repeated throughout the whole year. Maybe that's like, as a family, this is, we've prayed, we've thought, like, this is our scripture forever, for the lifetime, you yeah. know? Uh, like, th- I, I think that would just, um, like you're saying, make it so visible. And and again, we're repeating it over and over and over again. And something that would be good, a, a great outcome of that would be that if a student leaves, maybe they, they feel disinterested in um, the devos that you're trying to do at dinner, or they just ignore kind of you in a lot of ways. If something is repeated over and over and over again, they're going to remember it forever, even if it's not, right. you know, not necessarily something that they are like, this is, I accept this, but they'll remember it, you know, so yeah. maybe it kind of leaves a door open too. And um, I actually have a few verses here that I think could be good for just to kind of give you a starting point for what would be like our family verse. First uh, Corinthians 13 verses four to seven. Uh, Colossians 3.13, uh, which you've probably heard that one before. Colossians 3, uh, 3.13 says, bear with each other and forgive one another. Big for siblings there, forgive yeah. one another. Yeah. Uh, if you have any grievance against someone, forgive as the Lord forgave you. Or if you're really looking for, like, let's get a short verse. Uh, 1 John 4.19 says, we love because he first loved us. Yeah. And there's a lot of uh, even just discipline that you can kind of bring back to that. Mm-hmm. Like, I love you and this is why. And, uh, you know, may, we're not perfect at anything, but we're trying to love. Just like First John four nineteen says, we love because Jesus first loved us. And it kind of gives that point of reference there. Yeah, yeah. All, yeah great ideas. Yeah. And just, I don't understand in the Colossians one why there's a bear in there. That's the only thing that's confusing <laughs> to you. So. <laughs> But overbearing. That's oh, over, parents, okay. I thought it was like, be, I was like, why am I going to bear? Am I going to maul my children? I, I didn't get it. So that was that's the only thing. Sorry, I got, I'm back. I'm sorry. Um, so you kind of talked a little bit too uh, at the beginning of this about it um, getting students like plugged in. 
you know, and something we, we say at Hope Students that all parents, I think, say is that it, it always takes a village. Yeah, very much so. It takes a village. So. It takes a village. Uh, you know, your all of your students had small group leaders. Yep. And, uh, uh, Justin Pinkney yeah. it was uh, big in uh, your son's life for a yep. number of years. Um, same thing with your uh, with Kristen, your daughters. Yeah. You know? yep. Um, can you can you take a little bit and even maybe talk a little bit more about that? Yeah, I think the small group experience is probably the best experience because then you're building a relationship mm-hmm. because they need a place where they can talk openly and honestly. They may not be able to share these things with mom and dad because maybe they're embarrassed or they don't want to hurt our feelings or whatever, or maybe they're just not a good situation, but to have that place where you can talk. Mm-hmm. But then also to see young adults that are applying that scripture to their life, mm-hmm. and it means it goes so far, like it kind of gets a, a excitement level because they might have a different perspective or different, hey, I read this book or read yeah. this devotional that you may not have that might be the thing that hits with that kid. Yeah. And so that small group experience is really kind of the uh, the ultimate thing. If we could have our kids in that alongside of what we're doing at home, then I think we've really set them up as best we can. Mm. And then it's up to them. Now yeah. it's their journey. Yeah. And we're praying for them. We're still modeling. And it's like, now it's their journey because they have their own relationship mm-hmm. with Christ. And so, but I think we're just doing all the things we can to create this great foundation so that they have this wonderful place to come back to. They've tasted and they've seen that the Lord is good. Yeah. And they want to come back to that. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Well, and, and for some of you, you may be thinking, well, my, my student is not involved. And even for me, like my mom went out and asked uh, this dad if he would pour into me. Yeah. And so a big influence. My small group leader was big, Ricardo. Uh, my youth pastor was big for me. And then and then so is Mr. Elder, uh, a dad in my life. Yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, whatever that is, whatever the form of a mentor takes, uh, get that added voice. It takes a village. It yes, takes a village. I agree. Uh, well, Brock, thank you for joining us the last couple of weeks. Yeah, no problem. Really appreciate it. Thank you for your expert uh, advice. Some, we'll, we'll go somewhat. Somewhat, yeah. yeah. Uh, and so parents, you can find this online also. We're, we'll have this uh, resource for you if you go to hopefellowship.net slash um, students. You can scroll down to the parent resource button and find the parent resources on there So if you want to see this. So signing off today. You can do this. You're not alone. God's with you and so are we. Have a great week. Yeah.